So, of course, it's been way overdue for us to do something that we have to do today in the fast lane. No, not our votes of confidence. Uh, that will come momentarily. And no, not the fast five at five-ish in the spirit of time because we do need to talk high school football with Dave Walls, ABC 13, WSET, around 520, 525-ish today here in the fast lane. And then Andrew Jones of Target Illustrated, who will preview Virginia at North Carolina in a game that, uh, tipping my hand here, but uh, I'm very skeptical it will be very competitive and close given those two programs are in drastically different situations. I was going to say states because that's obvious with Virginia at North Carolina, but they're in different situations. So it's time for the inevitable, and that is keeping receipts. It's time to keep receipts. We told you we coming. We told you we coming. You thought we was joking. And guess what? We keep receipts. God bless you, America. To see how right or how wrong Ed and Trey are with their picks. Do you believe in that? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. All right, Trey. I know you wanted to delay this as long as possible. But the moment of reckoning is here. And if there's any concern or things that have been eased for you, it's the fact that Tuesday was not very kind for me, nor did my... uh. Reactions yesterday to JMU Marshall go exactly the way that I would have expected either of them, even though I don't think they were official. I got JMU right, so I just want to point that out. Uh, and and Jacksonville right. You picked New Orleans. So I went on the spread picks. I went 3-0 and this week. But last week I went 9-12-1. You went a nice 14-7-1. So you've gained... Um, you are a you have a five-game lead over me as we head into uh, this weekend. That's not counting um the games this week so that was before that was as of last weekend so i have gained essentially three games on you we're getting back to even which is really i mean we're because i picked the over you picked the under and that's where we differed and then i picked jmu you picked marshall that's where we differed that's another game and then i picked jacksonville and you picked new orleans that's where we differed so my now i'm actually two games behind you i did really good in college last week you did really bad i did really really bad in the nfl you did basically you like hit you went one for one on a lot of things. Like you either got the spread or the overwrite, you know, the total right. Um, but you did pretty good on the NFL side of things. Generally speaking, in most cases, and I'd be curious if we add this up. I mean, you can tell how serious we are. We don't pretend to be. Hence the term votes of confidence. But the over unders, you know, versus the spreads, I'd be curious about that. Um, a lot of it's one and one because it's hard to win. Which is why you know it cracks me up when people go, you know, I've got this five team parlay. Do you realize how hard it is to hit, like, two teams out of the five? If you're winning three out of five bets at 60%, you're living with a yacht and in a mansion somewhere. Like, that that's for context how it is. I mean, I get it's fun, but if you're serious about winning, that's not the route to go. Meanwhile, Trey, what's your biggest regret from last week? Because the you know, Eagles. Picking the Eagles. <laughs> picking the Eagles uh, against actually, the Jets. Wait, let me relook at this. I gotta look at the picks again. I mean, because maybe I gotta... the Eagles. Um, you know what? I'll say, I'll say USC. That I, yeah, that that probably is it. I, I think that's very reasonable because that number you thought the book was begging you to take USC and you did. I thought it was begging you to take Notre Dame and it did. Um, so ultimately that one proved beneficial. So that's in the past, as they like to say. Now on to the future in whatever we think is going to happen for what this is worth. In our votes of confidence. 
Nothing provides the intended inspiration quite like a vote of confidence. The confidence I think that the team has. You know, winning makes you feel good, makes you confident. Now, here's our votes of confidence, inspiring you with the certainty you're seeking. Trey, as we mentioned a moment ago, this week is off to a not-so-great start. But the For good you. news is... For you. But the good news is this is how it unfolded last week, and by the end of it, all of Trey's braggadocious behavior turned to be for naught as uh, it didn't exactly end the way he would have wanted. So we'll see if we can get a repeat of that here in the fast lane. Trey, Let's we're going to start off with a bang. The game that we'll be previewing around 540 today in the fast lane with Andrew Jones of Tar Hill Illustrated. Virginia, 23.5 point underdog at North Carolina and an over-under of 57.5. Yeah, Carolina wins this pretty easily. And I'm going under 57.5 because I don't think UVA is going to put up a lot of points. So... Um, this could be like a 35 nothing, 42 nothing. It's I'm still not even sweating my under. So Carolina in the under. I'm with you on that. I initially. I, I also have said the last couple of weeks, Carolina is the best team in the ACC, so I can't bet against them. You know, Carolina to make the college football playoff is at plus 735, 7.35 to one bet. odds. No, it's not. May or may not have thrown a little bit down on that earlier today. Uh, you know, to win the national title, I think they're honestly Trey a little bit off from being in that echelon with that caliber talent. But if you're in games, plus you have Drake May, a top three pick in the upcoming NFL draft, in all likelihood, uh, at quarterback, then you've got a chance in that regard. And that is the big difference right now, uh, among many for Virginia and North Carolina. Here's the other thing, and why I go under and why I'm with you on Carolina to cover. I think the heels control this game. Maybe Virginia puts up a sweat early, but Carolina actually has a defense to clamp down. And at some point, what happens if they start battering quarterbacks and knocking them out of the game? Virginia may be forced to play Anthony Calandria, even though they don't want to, as they are trying to preserve his red shirt. Trey with Virginia Tech on the bye. We have a triple header of college football for you tomorrow in the fast lane or on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and VTR in Southside 106.3. It starts at 11.30 with what many would say to be the, the, the game of the day it is seven, it is seven three seventh ranked penn state at third rank sixth ranked penn state depending on where you look seventh and sixth i got it at five and a half earlier today so i'm gonna tip my hand i'll take penn state as well at four and a half i think they're good enough to cover and i think it does go under 45 and a half even though i don't like the fact that this number was once 47 that's a key number for 27 to 20 for that score to potentially pop but I'm still okay with under 45 and a half. And part of the reason is Ohio State has not been great in the trenches. I think Penn State is. That's where I think it's at least kept competitive. And I think it's a slugfest as people expect. Yeah, but defenses are better than both offenses. Um, so I'm t And these games are always close. So I'm taking Penn State and I'm taking the under here. And I'm about to say the very similar thing for our next game. Game two of our triple header tomorrow. After Penn State, Ohio State wraps up. We'll kick it over to Tennessee at Alabama. Eight and a half points are the Crimson Tide as the favorites. Over under a 47 and a half. Yeah, so both defenses are better than both offenses. Um, Tennessee has a really good, can get really after the quarterback, and that's what's hurt Alabama. They don't have the best offensive line. Um, Tennessee is just missing some deep shots. I feel like if they hit two deep shots in this game with Joe Milton, they could win it. 
but I'll just take Tennessee at the eight and a half, and I will also take the under forty-seven and a half. I'm with you on the under forty-seven and a half. I actually like Alabama. My biggest concern is you mentioned hitting the deep shots. It's not like Tennessee has been spectacular in pass protection and at quarterback. And I, I, there is the revenge angle from last year that also plays into Alabama getting a victory over Tennessee. Meanwhile, game three of our triple header: Texas Tech, a three-point favorite at BYU with an over/under of fifty-one. Uh, I'm taking BYU here at home, uh, getting maybe their first win against a uh, original Big 12 team under 51. I'll take that. BYU is really good in Provo. Also, Texas Tech, I think, is on like their fourth or fifth quarterback, and it, yeah. So just give me BYU. I'm going BYU. I'd go with them on the money line, much like you, Trey. Over or under, I'm going over 51. That altitude can do some weird things. Even though Texas Tech already got a taste of it, it didn't turn out very well at Wyoming earlier. You start to get fatigued in the second half of games and points can start to come up onto the scoreboard. Duke, 14-point underdogs at Florida State. Uh, as we speak right now, to be determined, Riley Leonard's status over under 49.5. Trey, I'll tip my end. I don't think it matters. I think Florida State can play a defensive game, and I think Duke wants it to be defensive either way. I like the under 49.5. I will take FSU. They're rounding in the form. I will take Florida State. I will take the over 49.5. I think they want to put a show on. I think their weapons, they'll they'll score enough points. The last time they played, Duke played a lot of, you know, actually high-end weapons. It was Clemson. And if Clemson doesn't fumble the ball twice at their one-yard line, more points get put up. So give me Florida State and give me the over, over 49.5. To the NFL we go. I will not be a hater. Because Daniel Jones is probably not going to play at quarterback. I know you love Tyrod Taylor, but I, I, do not, I do not love the Giants' offensive line featuring straight off the couch Justin Pugh. Thought that was a funny moment as he introduced himself against the Bills last week. I'll take the Commanders, and uh, you know, predictably, I'll go under 37.5 on this one as well. Yeah, because I'm taking the under 37.5. It's more of a principle play of this is just going to be too low scoring, and three is a key number, so give me the Giants to cover the three and the under 37.5. Does it not scream a push on the line at 20-17, to 17, Washington? Yep. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win this game, though. Barely ticks under. This seems like like similar to the, the Bears game where the Commanders got a nice win, they're riding high, and then they just, you know, fumble. Triple letter of NFL action starts at 12.30 this coming Sunday. Correct. Buffalo, eight and a half points. They're favored at the New England Patriots. Late switch from the Tampa Bay uh, Atlanta game to Buffalo at the Patriots. Uh, but Buffalo, eight and a half point favorites. Uh, over the New England Patriots, over under a 40. Uh, Bills and over 40. I would not be shocked if the Bills contribute 37 to 40 of the over in this one. So give me the Bills and give me the over 40. New England not known for offense. Meanwhile, Buffalo. They've not been firing on all cylinders. I'll go under 40. I like Buffalo to still win, but I do think New England can cover the 8.5, so I'll go with them. Game 2 of our triple header, Chargers at the Chiefs. Chargers, five-and-a-half-point underdog at Kansas City, point total of 48. Uh, Chargers and the over 48. These are always close, high-scoring games, so just give me the over and give me the Chargers. You're doing it again. Kansas City's a defensive team, Trey. I'm going under 48. I like Kansas City to control this. Hmm, Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert or Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I know the analytics community will say that zero playoff wins does not deter them from taking uh, Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert as they would not be deterred. Will not be deterred. 
I don't think the analytics community likes Brandon Staley either. Oh, plenty of them love him because he goes for it on fourth down all the time, even if it's at his own 27-yard line, and it makes no sense. Uh, I've got the Chiefs, and I've got the under 48. Trey, your game, and it's game three of our triple header. Dolphins, Eagles, two-and-a-half-point favorite Philadelphia, over under a 51 Sunday night football from the link. Um, Eagles in the over 51 and a half. I'm most confident in the over. Eagles beat up secondary, but they will have a pass rush for Jalen Carter back. Darius Slay appears to be back as well. Um, but the, you know, the beat up secondary, especially at safety is going to hurt them. I think Philadelphia will respond better offensively. And the only time the, the Dolphins faced a really good offense, they got the doors blown off. So I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. So give me the Eagles and give me the over 51 and a half. I'm more confident on the over 51 and a half. I think Tyreek Hill will have a big game because Philly secondary is not that good right now. Not that healthy. They'll get the pass rush going. I think it's enough. So I'm with you on Philly. I'd like it at three if Miami was. Uh, yeah, I might have taken three. Miami at three, but two and a half is just a too much of a key number for yeah. Philadelphia, especially the return of the Kelly Greens. We got to go with Philadelphia. Truck, Xfinity, and Cup races. They are all at Miami. Trey, truck race. Uh, Kirsten Hosefar, I'm going to do this quickly for you. Justin Algaro will win the Xfinity race, and I said he would make the championship four. That was my correction. I said that on Bringing the Heat, and he's really good at this place. Tyler Reddick wins the Exp- or the Cup Series race. You love you some Tyler Reddick, especially at Miami. You've done that before. I'm going Corey Heim in the truck race. I'm with you on Allgaier in the Xfinity. Nemechek at, not, at 1.9 to 1 odds. That's just way too short for him. And I'll go Kyle Larson to go back-to-back, rounding into form with Hendrick Motorsports, even though I, I think, obviously, they're going to put a lot of resources behind the Liberty University car of William Byron. So that is a look at what we expect to unfold this evening or this weekend in the world of sports. Good luck, sir. Thank you. I need a bounce back week. That's this home home for you do. I need to bounce back after my rough midweek midweek sports. Just not really my thing, as you know, here in the fast. I'm just line. trying to get back over 500 at this point. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, we both need to stay above 500 profitable if that's what you want to call it. Speaking of profitable, you can never take a loss when you get insight from WSET's Dave Walls on high school football. He will share that with us next here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. We'll talk Glass, LCA, and Brookville JF next in the Fast Lane.